Well, we have been talking for a couple of Tuesdays about certain aspects of our mental faculties and uh, it is effect. We started with attachment. So, basically, what we have really covered is five important aspects, such as attachment, anger, pride, ignorance, and the doubt. And also, gradual way of transforming those thoughts, recognizing those aspects and effects in the individual, and transforming it. We talked very briefly about that, except the ignorance. The ignorance is uh, sort of a major subject I left for the upcoming, because uh, there's not a really point of dividing the ignorance in number of different ways, like the traditional Tibetan system. They just sort of tells you ignorance as generally Generally, it is not knowing, not saying, wrong knowing, wrong acknowledging, knowing it wrong, all of these different types. And uh, so, so I basically give you an idea of even example of, you know, if you are in the darkness, you see nothing, and it is totally covered by the darkness. Likewise, you see no functioning of a karma, not seeing of uh, of uh, Buddha Dharma and the Sangha, and all these are sort of, you know, is ignorance. In that way, is the traditional way, very briefly introducing the ignorance separately over there as an outline, and then come down here and make it more detailed how it works. So we skipped the traditional way, not knowing is ignorance. Everybody knows, we don't have to sort of pointed out to that again. But here, what really ignorance means here, that is, will be what we have to talk about today. Uh, it's a little difficult to speak that in English straightforwardly because it's a very complicated subject. So here, when we talk about ignorance, I think we are talking about five different viewpoints here five different aspects of viewpoints. Even the traditional Tibetan teachers will tell you it is the five wrong views. So the first and foremost here is, um, I really have to use the, the Tibetan words here today. It's a little complicated subject. It's not like a simple, easy thing when we talk anger, attachment, etc. But this is a little complicated. So please bear with me word what we use here in Tibetan is called Jikta. Jikta. And Jik is the word. Sort of looking from the viewpoint of Jik. The word Jik here is, uh, again, the word Jikta is abbreviated version of Jikta Tawa. So it sort of goes like Jik la tawa, it is jikta, it's an abbreviated word. What the title say is that something you are looking to your viewpoint of impermanent. That's what it is. It says, 
view point of impermanence. So, what does that mean? Uh, your point of recognizing impermanent, are they talking about it? No, they are not talking about that. They are talking about it impermanent base on which you will perceive and project. So that's why it's, it's very complicated. I don't know why. Could have made it easy. I don't know. Maybe not. But uh, when it's uh, complicated, so it's sort of impermanent. Our the ones wrong view on the impermanent. What does that mean? One's wrong view. What does they mean impermanent? Here they are talking the impermanent is the object on which you look. I mean your view, your opinion, your opinion, your view, object on which you form is based on impermanent not on permanent. That means they try to put the person, the individual, the being, the self, which is natural or impermanent. I think they try to introduce the understanding in the name together, sort of impermanent. And also collection, collection of impermanent. The collection of impermanent here meaning a many impermanent got together and then you have somebody where you can point it out saying me. That is soul or the consciousness within the individual and the five aggregates outside that is the aggregate of form, sound, smell, touch and all of those together, collection of it. Basically, impermanent, yet collected item. Collected, impermanent item. That is the actual basis on which we put the finger and call it me. When you try to see me, when you try to say me, I did this, and I am going, I am doing, what are we looking at? What kind of eye? What are you looking at it? So what you really see, the point, when you have to point the finger, you're not going to find it. It is the only a collection of impermanent items, such as form, body, name, and consciousness, all together, combined. And that you're going to call me. And then such a kind of uh, acknowledging me on that combination, and that's a very difficult to find. However, when somebody tries to tell something bad about me, then I probably feel bad. How can that person, how dare that person tells me about that. When somebody says, praised are me, then I'll say, well, well, I'm happy, so and so, praised me. And so when you're having those feelings, the feelings get hurt, I've been hurt, or I enjoyed it.
And uh, all this, when you begin to look very carefully, which one we're referring to, which I, if you begin to look carefully, which I, which one, I've been heard, which one been heard? I've been happy, I've been pleased, I like it. Which is the one which I like it? Which is the one I've been heard? If you really put your mind together and see it, then you'll find somebody inside, deep inside, maybe in the middle of the heart or somewhere, there is somebody called I. Either you see right in the middle of your brain, or you see right in the middle of your heart. Either one of these places, there's a somebody if you try to picture it, you may even see MI or ME or MI or something. You know, you may begin to even see in there and begin to try to find something who has been heard and who is enjoying and who is suffering. Something deeper in there will begin to see when you really look in deeply. If you don't look, I mean, just to go by and say, oh, eh, oh, then it's eh, oh, eh, oh, there's nothing. But when you really begin to look, you begin to see inside something. And when you begin to see inside there, it's something called me or I. Maybe you just see a letter I in there or me in there. When you begin to see that, then you are beginning, I think we are beginning to see about this ignorance. And when we see, you know, letter I in deep in there, or me deep in there, when you begin to look in there, me and that I, or letter I, me when you see. And then you, you know, the, if you watch the mind with observing rather recognizing, I mean, this is a complicated, a deep subject. When you begin to look deep inside, when you see that a letter I or me or something, and then you sort of see it separately. It is the center of the, your heart or middle of your brain that a little, little lump, maybe looks like letter I or me, which is sort of independent of its own. You maybe even acknowledge that as a something, even we keep on telling a beauty nature of the human beings, you may even be acknowledging that. Who knows? What we really begin to look in is we really look in there is a, some kind of lump, some kind of lump inside there, or lump, or shape, or, or shape less, or whatever. It's individual person, when you look in, you will see it. When you really deeply look in. And uh, that one is sort of independent, permanent, a continuing, um, a basis of all, uh, or the founder of uh, me, 
or whatever, and my establishment, creator of all, creator of all me and my activities, is and thinker, worker, producer, a director, in deep, we probably see that as an independent. Until we see that, that sort of basis, we never forget about this particular ignorance, which is the direct opposite of wisdom. We are not talking about ignorance of not knowing. We are not talking about ignorance of even wrong knowing. We are here talking about ignorance that what you know is wrong, but you think it is right. And acknowledging that. Okay, that's what it is. Actually, it is not knowing ignorance. And not necessarily even wrong knowing. Even the wrong knowing can also be corrected. But knowing wrongly, and but it is acknowledging it is the right way. People insist that a lot of people too. You know it exactly the wrong opposite way, but you think it is correct, and you sort of hold on that, and that is the ignorance which goes direct opposite of the wisdom. It will never open any sort of any criticism or any other different views will come, you will reject straight away. I know it for the fact. Right? We do that. And that is one of those basic things. And that's what I'm trying to introduce. What is the wrong knowing that we hold on? And that wrong knowing is somebody we acknowledge somebody in deep inside, and if you keep on thinking, I already told you, I mean, this is a very frank, open, straightforward statement. It is a too simple statement. If you really keep on thinking, you will see right in the middle of the, your heart, or middle of your brain somewhere, a letter I. Because you can't imagine what that is, right? So the project, you project is the letter I there, or me. Or letter elaborated, then it becomes my. Then it's taking one more step out of that I, and then it becomes my. So we look that deeply in, and we think it's there, and we acknowledge. And I'm, I'm sure a number of us will tell you, I have seen it. Yes, we do. But what did we see? If you looked, but if you don't look, you're not going to see anything. But if you look, what you see is your projection of that I in there. But we will not say that is my projection. You say, oh yes, I was there, I saw it. How it looked like? It's I, letter I. Little eye, big flat over there, big flat down there, something standing in the middle is the eye. I mean, depends how you ride, right? So that is clearly show it's a projection. And it's a very difficult for us to accept that is not there. Why? Because we're losing basic foundation of all functioning. So basically, 
if you don't look very carefully, sort of in the lump of the external body, internal mind, all the five senses, whatever we have, if you are short of one or two, doesn't matter. <laughs> whatever we have, all of them combined together and the mumbo-jumbo lump, we will, without thinking, we refer them as I. Right? I went, I came, I saw, I read, I'm going, I'm coming. So this is the basically, if you think a little bit, don't think hard, and then you have that sort of mumbo-jumbo of a big lump, including the external physical shape, internal mind a little bit, and all of them combined together, we will call that me. And if you don't think at all, actually, if you don't think at all, just without thinking, if you say, just leave it there, I'm born, I'm going, I said it, I did this, I did this, I did this. And there's somebody called I in somewhere. I've been hurt, I'm happy, I'm not, I'm this, I'm that. That's sort of basically some, something you get. That particularly is not bad. It's not good enough to be wisdom, but it's not become ignorance. You know what I mean? Basically, if you don't think, just say, I went, I'm born, I came, I'm going, I did, I said, I did it, I'm doing it tomorrow, I'm going it, do, 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 do. That is nothing wrong. That is what, uh, what do we call it? A relative I. A relative I. That is nothing wrong. That is simple I and a just I, nothing else. But just simple I. You're not really thinking much. I did it. I'm hungry. I ate. So who is that I? We're not really bothered. In sort of basically combination of all is that simple as I did it, I did it, I this, I did. That is not enough for us to gain wisdom. But it is not bad to become ignorant. This is not an ignorance. It is a factual, but not a wisdom enough. So in order to gain that wisdom, that real wisdom of I-less-ness, selflessness, in order to find that ness, you need to find Selfless, I less. Right? So the moment you become less of that, then you have to touch with the ignorance. Without clearing that ignorance, you cannot find the less. So when you really look the ignorance, that is the picture what I'm giving you. When you think hard and saying, which is me? What is really what is me, what I'm functioning, where I am. And when you deep look inside, and then you find something inside, in the middle of the heart or the middle of the brain, even letter I, because you are pointing your finger, right? And it's not simple, not, it's not easy. 
you get uh, you get a lot of irritations and all all sorts of frustrations and all this you go through. But when you look and when you really point arrow inside, going up and down and everywhere, and then you have to point on something. If you point it on heart, the physical heart, that is physical heart, right? It is it can it can be taken out. You may die, but it can go. It still lie there, and that's not me. I can see that, right? If you turn out all your brains, even then, you may die, but the brain is there. That again, disconnect. So then, uh, so then you won't find anything. So then probably physical letter I there. What I have, me, this particular person. Uh, personally, when you start looking, I see nothing but letter Nga in Tibetan means I. In Tibetan letter Nga, boom, boom, that shape. I sort of find that line somewhere. Oh, think here I am. Here I am. So then if you watch, when I watch that mind, seeing here I am, seeing that letter I, and acknowledging me, uh, that is me. If you watch this mind, what is this mind is really perceiving? Is I'm perceiving the sort of some kind of letter I coming out of me, you know, a big lump coming out of me and called I may not come out physically, but right in the middle, you know, when you look into, you know, there's uh, some of those little handicrafts. And what I have seen is a Russian made ones earlier. They make a little lady and open it up and another one, open it up, another one, open it up, another one. Right in the middle, there's some little thing which you cannot open anymore. You know, some little thing, you see that, right? And like that, when you try to look, 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 look right in there, you'll find that one. And that is letter, that letter, you know, that letter, and when you begin to look that carefully, if you watch your projection, you really see that is in a sort of a standing there, not a part of any external thing, not a part of any external thing. We, we have that. If you watch it very carefully within our mind, we definitely have that. Even your meditators, you really meditate that very much sometimes. sometimes. I'm not sure whether that type of meditation is either creating the ignorance or clearing ignorance. I'm not sure. But we do get it. We do get it. That part, little in there, which is some kind of peeling everything out, and then afterwards you find something in there. Okay, finding something in there is not a problem. And that one is independent, self-existing is a problem. And I have to talk because this is ignorance, right? And once you find that mind holding that in there, and if you begin to watch that mind, what that mind will do? And that mind will present you that a letter I is independent, not dependent on anything. Like that toy lady inside, right? So it goes in, 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 and then there's a one right in the middle, deep in the middle, so that you can identify. And when you identify that, it doesn't depend on the external big fat one. And then the not one of that's really deep in there, 
independent one, you can take it out and put it here or took it here and there. So we will we also project ourselves in the same manner within ourselves for identification of I. Which I believe is the wrong one. Not what I believe, but all these Tibetan teachers, right from the beginning, from Buddha onwards, the message is, that is wrong. There is no such an independent idea. It totally depends on collection of different impermanent objects or impermanent, a lot of different. That's why the idea of Jikta, which I try to put to Tibetan name and made it very complicated to you, is because it is a collection of impermanent things together which might have presented itself as a permanent, self-independent existence. And that one gets hurt when somebody said bad things. And that one gets high when somebody pressed. That one enjoys, even if not true, but even you know it's not true, but if they're buttering you, uh, pressing you, and you sort of give away all your truth, and that still go along with that pressing, and you like it, you enjoy it. And even you know it's not true, somehow you make it true, and make yourself enjoy within that. You go high. And some things which you don't like it, and you feel that one is paining, you go low. You get hurt. And you sit at the corner somewhere as though it's a wounded and wild animal. Sort of sit in the corner and you can't even talk to anybody else. You sort of you occupy the corner and sit over there. All of them has been hurting that particular one which Actually, it doesn't really exist. If it exists, then you really have all these problems. So since it doesn't exist, but we think it do exist, that's why it's called a dualistic mind and the delusion and all these sort of, all these different names different identifications comes up because what is really went wrong is deep down there. So if you ask me, that mean, does that mean I'm not there? No, it doesn't mean that. You're there, but there is no such a thing called I right deep into it. Anyway, that is the ignorance of uh, of a wrong ignorance. And that goes bigger. That goes bigger, and then you project something, which you sort of think, huh, this is working, it's great, this is that way, so I have to do this way. Then comes the next one. Because of that feeling of that thing inside, then whatever you project 
And whatever you project that one, it is the definite, it is the true, it is the permanent, it is the standing there, and if I die, this will also disappear. Did you get that? If I die, this will disappear. This has been created by Creator. This little lump. Inside that all big nesting doll. Okay, nesting doll. Yeah. If you go on deep, deep, deep in there and you find one, say, ah, here's the right one. The essence is here. So we say this is created. When I die, this will disappear. So it's called Takde Tisu. It is permanent standing. A permanent standing there. A permanent, though it will disappear when I die, but it's permanent as long as I'm alive. So that's why it is, it is not a permanent of all permanent, but it's a permanent till I live. It's like we, we refer to the, to the concrete art uh, mixture or bronze art sculpture. All these we call them permanent. I mean, we point the finger to them, you know, this is permanent. It's a permanent fixture. Even the wall over here, we call that permanent. You may call this is impermanent, because it's movable. That's not movable. We, we refer that. But we know it's not permanent. No, right? If a bulldozer drives through, it goes. <laughs> right? It goes. We know that. But we refer them as a, as a permanent. Likewise, that little deep inside, we, we project them as an outstanding and a permanent, or created by somebody, by me, or by God, or by whoever, by karma, sort of, sort of a created one, we will see. This moves to one more deeper in still. Then, it still moves you one more strong view. Then that's a, huh, that's all right. I fully understood this. This is a right deep, it's me in there. It's there. It's, some people will even go to the extent, I saw it. I felt it. I experienced And that understanding is the best understanding. And then you, you will be insisting. You will not let any different views will come in. And you will hold this tight. And you say, hey, that is the really right. And no matter whoever says what, but this is the right. I knew it. That is a deeper ignorance. You know it is wrong, you are holding it more tight. You are not letting any wisdom come in. You are holding it even deeper and tight. Then the example for this will come different. 
example will come for this. I mean, that's a really funny example. The traditional Buddhist teaching will give you some funny examples. That is the collection, collect of the impermanent view on collect of impermanent is number one. Going it more outstanding and uh, and permanent is number two. Then whatever I understood, this is the best understanding. Building it up more is a number three in saying that my view is the best. That's called third one. The fourth one is it becomes even more and better. You can understand better the fourth one actually. It is the so. You hold at this, your view tight. Certain way of a mor- morality, certain mor- morality you hold, and a certain system, certain way of doing it, you hold and saying this is the best way. In a traditional system, in earlier Buddhist tradition, there are a number of people who would like to do a certain ritual and uh, put up one leg up and one leg down and stand on one leg and uh, try to meditate on standing on one leg because that gives you a lot of hardship and that, that makes you alert and you will focus more because you have to stand on one leg. It's a difficult. Whenever it becomes difficult, you focus more. So, ah, this method is the best way because I have to focus. I have seen it. I've experienced when I try to stand on one, one leg, I have to pay a lot of attention. Some people will say, some people, some, uh, some traditional Eastern teachers will tell you, if you burn your finger. And there are people, I have seen it, there are people who put a cotton on their finger and put oil and burn it and call it a sacrifice. They do that. And there are certain teachers in traditional Eastern, I mean here we said all the Eastern religion is great and wonderful and this. But sometimes the certain thought in a certain Buddhist Tantra also carries sometimes, and the Hindu Tantra also carried it, three shoes. There's a, some sort of a three a sword together, stand up, they carry in the hand. They do three shoulders, tied it. Okay? So there are certain traditions which they said, if you jump on the, this particular tiden and you die, you are liberated. And a lot of people do that. And these are the wrong views. The ignorance rebuilt and make you believe strongly and saying that's the way. And there are a number of incidents during the Buddha's lifetime what had happened. Certain particular persons do have some kind of psychic power which they be able to see a little bit of their peeves or something. And if they say, hey, if I behave in a certain manner and then it will liberate me and help me, so you would like to act like a cow. For example, I'm not looking down on Hindus, don't misunderstand that. But some human beings try to behave like a cow, or certain animals, or certain dogs. I mean, I'm just reading out here. 
So they sort of considered this. This has been worked before, so probably it will work now. Because you know what happened is we have limited psychic power. We don't see deep true in that, but you still see slightly glimpse over here and glimpse over there, and you will acknowledge, ha, huh, I've been like this, and that happens here. So you say, well, well, I did this, and uh, well, I, I was a dog, so I was barking here, I've seen that clearly, so now I'm a human being. If I bark, I'll become a human being. It sounds stupid, stupid today. But there are certain people who do it. There are certain people who misunderstood totally and they simply refuse to acknowledge that misunderstanding as misunderstanding and they will think this is the way. And that is the reinforcement of the wrong understanding. That is the real deeper ignorance rather than even worse than not knowing and all this. That was reinforced. This is the totally, the fifth one, is a totally uh, Buddhist idea. How does this wrong view, the wrong view, saying that, oh, the cause and effect is totally, is not true. The result is not depend on the cause. Uh, Buddha Dharma and the Sangha is a joke or the Four Noble Truth, what do we call it? It is just a made-up story. Things like that. That is the, the orthodox Buddhist idea, the atom on that. So it's called it wrong view. So whether this, the last thing is important or not important, it depends on the individual. But basically, out of this five beginning point of the wrong acknowledgement, wrong functioning, outstanding, permanent, and uh, behaving, and uh, certain, that's called certain ritual behavior, and uh, moral behavior, certain people think this is the way it is, and uh, insisting 